House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! It's coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. Welcome back to the House of Run podcast, houseofrun at gmail.com. We're recording this one on December 19th, running it the week of Christmas. Hope everybody is having a terrific holiday season. I'm Kevin Sully, joined by Jason Halpin. We're talking women's all-decade team this week. Jason, get ready to scream at me. <laughs> We've, we, I mean, we're, we're going to agree a lot because some of the lists are just kind of obvious but there's a few on here that we're definitely going to disagree on and i look forward to those i was thinking about i had a, I had a few really really tough calls on some of these okay you'll have to let me know which ones because i'm seeing a lot of similarities which is unfortunate although i might switch one just to make you upset that might Fair. happen at some point with a certain event known as the 1500 but oh okay i'll see I know where you're going i'll see how we're doing we had a we had a healthy text exchange about that we did a few days ago. It's and a tough one. You had a hard time understanding the difference between a world championship final and a rabid race in Monaco. But I'll straighten you out. Don't worry about that, Jace. <laughs> Fair. Um, All right. We don't have, like I said, we're recording this on the 19th. So if you send emails in, we'll get to them next time. We'll get to them before we do the, gosh, what would it be? Our end of year award show, which I've already gotten a head start on, which is pretty exciting. Um, before we get to the all-decade team, though, we have some marathon news Yeah, for the spring. First thing, Kipchoge, London. <sighs> Kipchoge and Helpin in London. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the big news. That's, that's all I, I wanted to make sure because, you know, I mean, he'd run London like basically every year unless he was trying to set some sort of, you know, weird record. Uh, but I was just like, you never know. He might do something different, but this is the one year I'm going, so I'm very excited that uh, I get to watch the greatest marathoner of all time. Which mile mark are you going to be at? Have you thought about this yet? It's a good question. I have no idea. I have to ask some of our uh, you know, British listeners, if, or just people who've been to London for the London Marathon, like wh- where they recommend viewing. Because, uh, I mean, I still want to be in the crow's nest of the Cuddy Sark, but I've got some emails written out about that, so we'll see how that goes. I have only one recommendation. I've never been there, and it would have been to sit in the 18th century clipper ship known as the majestic Cuddy Sark. I, if our British friends that I met in Doha are going to be there, they will, they will show you a good time, I think. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm not worried about that. It'll be a great time regardless. But So Kipchoge will be there. They haven't announced the rest of the field. That's all they need to do announce was just That's Kipchoge. It. I'm good. The one person I want to see against him Bekele. is Bekele. I don't yeah. care. You could The rest of the field could be just a mass race of people from – the rest of the world who run 250. I don't care. Right. I would trade I would trade every single 205, 204, 203 and 202 person just to have Bekele in this race. That's the only thing of interest to me other than how fast Kipchoge runs for the men. And you have to think London's going to be like, "Hey, Bekele, here's a crap load of money." Yeah, show up, right? I mean, like that's what they do. So I, I imagine they'll be doing everything they can. It'll just be a matter if Bekele wants to uh, wants to do it. His legacy is on the line, Jason. I know I put him on my all-decade team, and I was very high on him for the men, even though he didn't have as much 
uh, not as consistent as some of the other big names. I put him on there because that 201-41, but he's got to step up. He's got to do it. I mean, he has literally, he has nothing to lose by joining that race. Only the race. a small chance of something to gain, right? I mean, like, if he beats Kipchoge, then it's, holy crap, someone beat, beat Kipchoge, and that's, then your list, I mean, even though it's, it'd be in 2020, would be more justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he loses, it's like, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> like, yeah. Silly I, Kipchoge. But don't you think in the back of his mind he thinks he's better? Oh, of course he does, but he's, I mean, he... I think, you know, I mean, I think to be that level of athlete, you have to be a little bit delusional at the very least. But even after and he runs 201.41, he's thinking, oh, I did this. I could I could drop a couple more seconds. Yeah. I, I mean, but I still think, like, if, if he was honest with himself, like, there's no argument that he's better or faster or anything. I mean, Kipchoge is just doing, you know, has just been doing this just year after year, uh, just completely dominant. Uh, but I, like I said, I think, you know, to reach that level, you have to go, yeah, I'm better than, I can beat anybody. I'm, I'm better than him. What do you think he'd rather have? A head-to-head victory over Kipchoge? Or, say there's a, a separate race that he can run. This is a made-up race. It doesn't exist. But he gets a world record, but he doesn't beat, he doesn't mm. race Kipchoge. I, man, I don't know, but I feel like he'd rather have the world record. I think he'd rather have the five ten marathon world records. Because that will... You know, to a hardcore running fans will be like, "Oh crap, that was." Remember when he beat Kipchoge and ended the streak? That was awesome. Mm-hmm. But most people will just look at the the accomplishments and go, "Holy crap, the guy who set the five k record then set yeah. the marathon record twelve years later, or whatever it was." Yeah, like that's that that will that's a, that's immortalized even more. I I agree with that. I think he's trying to move Dubai to April. He's trying to get. Right, <laughs> the organizers on board to do it the same day as, as London. So then he does that would that would kill two birds with one stone. Doesn't need to race Kipchoge. I don't think he wants to race him. That'd be my guess. Personally, I don't. I, I don't think he wants to race him. I do think he wants that record. And if he could get the record without having to race him, problem is there's really not many opportunities uh, outside of Berlin to do it. Yeah. And then he's got to wait. And then that's post Olympics. So we don't know what sort of form he'll be in. Boston made their announcements of their elite field. Four men so far. They'll announce more. Chirono, DeSisa, Karui, and Yuki still on there. That's good. For the women, defending champion DeGaifa, Kip Legat, Caroline Rotich, and wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, Des Linden. That's that's a really good announcement right there. That's that's a... That's a great Boston. I mean, Boston's always fun and always good, no matter what. But this is a this is a very good start. Did you see the Des Linden video where she announces <laughs> what she's doing? I did. That was that was really good. Um, that's the, the pouring the pouring the booze in there, like Mar- Boston Marathon or trials. That, why not both? I mean, it was that's you got to love it. What are they like seven weeks apart or something like that? Fifty one days, I think I saw. Is that, that what sound it is? Right? Okay. Um, I'm quoting somebody there. I'm not sure, but. What do you what do you think of the decision? I saw her quote where she's like, "I'm 36 years old, like I got to do it, <laughs> right?" That yeah, was... I mean, she's won Boston, so you, you know, you always I think you always want to go back to where you were the champion, and you know, she's run Boston what like six, five times, six times, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that's you know something you always want to do, and obviously you can't pass up a chance to make an Olympic team, uh, but. 
both are going to be extremely difficult to, you know, obviously it'll be very difficult to win Boston, but also to ma- even make the Olympic team because the the women have gotten so deep in the in, in the U.S. Uh, so I like the idea. Yeah, I mean, it could be a little bit of a, you know, less than two months gap um, can be a little risky. But like, I think you increase your chances of having one really good race, right? This was the quote from the Wall Street Journal. I mean, I'm 36. I don't have anything left to save it for. I want to go out in a blaze of glory. This is it, you know? It's the best. For me, this harkens back to to the end of my running career, my fast running career. Mm. Uh, I was known as the Des Linden of the Oregon Running Club. It's true. During my during my time up there. And I've told the story before, but... Which is weird, because like Des Linden was, <laughs> you know, even just barely getting started. Yes. Uh... I ran a 5,000 on the track, set a PR. Not, I didn't, wasn't as fast as I wanted to go. I had aimed for, for more, but still set a PR. And then there was this silly intramural meet on the track at Hayward a few days later, and they're running a 3K. And I didn't, I, even like during the day, it was in the afternoon, I didn't know if I was going to do it. And then it dawned on me, you're never going to be in this good a shape again in your life. You're yeah. about to graduate. You're going to move to Los Angeles. You're going to be working full-time at a stressful job that you've never had to handle before. Sorry, someone just opened the spot where I was recording right now. I think they wanted to hear this story too. <laughs> so I was like, I literally said, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. This is it, you know? Yeah. Ran, ran a 3K, uh, got a PR there, and then I think it was two days later, there was a road mile jumped in that and ran a good race. And I mean, that was my mile PR, which wasn't very fast because I never really ran the mile, but I got three PRs in, in a week and I was right. I never ran that fast again. And it was blaze of glory. Kevin, that's, that's, uh, that's the only tiny minor thing I have in common with, with Des Linden, but it worked just cause I, I, my mindset shifted to like, Oh, this is it. Like, this is literally it. Ran with a little more urgency. Uh, she, I think she, obviously she's in the conversation for making the team. Right? Oh, no, without question, yeah. So you got... But she's not a lock by any means. Right, you got Sisson who's done only one, and it was good. You got Huddle who has never really had that big breakout, but she's run solid enough to qualify, and she's Molly Huddle. And you got Hase coming off an injury. Obviously, you have... Shalane Flanagan, who who just retired. You have a, you have Amy Craig, who has a lot of questions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's right in there. Yeah, she's right in there. And then I think, hey, if you qualify, then you run Boston and you're loose and you're relaxed and you're just like, right. okay, well, I'm gonna run the Olympics in a few months, so. Like, if it doesn't go perfect, that's fine, too. That's the interesting thing, right? If she makes the team, it's not even just the two marathons in 51 days. It's the three marathons in – because that'll be, like, the beginning of August or something, too, right? So it won't be that long. five months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be a decent break, but not a a huge one, right? So So you should talk to Yuki at at Boston and just be like, hey, so I'm doing this whole – two maybe three marathons here in 
in five months. And he's like, oh, I've got 14 scheduled for that amount of time. So <laughs> That's not a bad idea. So this is the list. This is last year's. Hold on. Let me get let me get all the, all the marathons here. So this is the top list for Americans in 2019. So Sarah Hall ran 222 in Berlin. Emily Sisson, 223 in London. Sally Kipiego ran 225 in Berlin. Uh, Hase, Emma Bates, Kellen Johnson, Huddle, uh, Lyndon Tulimuk, and then Stephanie Bruce. So those are the four that went 210 or, or sorry, uh, under two, under 228. Actually, it works out cleanly. Under 228, all those, all those women. And there'll be other people, obviously, in there too. Like I mentioned, if Amy Craig gets on the start line, yeah, you have to, you have to take note. But right now, with Lyndon in there. I would put on the team if I had to pick right now. Top three, I would. I would pick her for top three. Yeah, I would. I would pick her probably in my top three as well. But I also don't know if I, I don't think I'd put her above fifty percent either. So she'd be on my team, but the you know with with it going six, seven, eight deep, maybe it, it, the the amount of combinations you could come up with are are crazy. I just like close to fifty percent, but there's just so much. There's so much pressure, and I just trust her to get it done. Oh, she'll be she'll run a good race. Yeah, it's just you know it's possible that three, you know, younger, really talented runners, maybe just have a slightly better day. Yeah, like I don't think well, there's a scenario where Lyndon just like collapse, you know, falls apart and and doesn't do it. It's just like yeah. oh, maybe Huddle figures it out perfectly. Hase is totally healthy, and Sir Hall is is a legit, you know. Low 220s, yeah. or something, or, you know, something like that, where you just go like, "Oh man, it, this, this just got, yeah, everyone kind of figured it out, and mm-hmm. that's that's pretty crazy." Yeah, I just don't think three of them on the same day, three more, three people other than her are going to be able to do it. That's yeah, that's why. That's they, fair. Now, I don't know the fact that she's running Boston. I wonder was her build up always for just for Boston and then she decided, "Eh, I'll just add the trials in or was it always for the trials and then she threw Boston." I'm I'm assuming Didn't that... she say that this has been in the works for like a year or something like that? Oh, well there you go. Good research, Jace. I, yeah, Good I shot. think I think she actually mentioned, you know, cuz they were asking her about it. And I believe she said, um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I crossed the finish line in 2019 and knew if my body was capable, I wanted to return to Boston in 2020. My coach um, and I had some long conversations on doing the double, how we would tailor the training if it was reasonable to expect to run well. We were both excited for the challenge. Um, and then I thought there was something else here too. I kind of like it from the perspective of it keeps a little bit of pressure off the trials. Yeah. That's a, that's a good mental game. And she's kind of, I mean, she's playing with house money. Like, I mean, she's, it's not like she's done everything possible in her career, but like she's won Boston, you know, she's finished on the podium a couple other times. She's had an extremely good career and you're in your late thirties. And I think her her attitude is correct. Is just like, screw it. Like, Like, might as well go for this. Why not? Well, then she's no American woman's made three marathon teams. So she'd be the first to. Do oh that. wow! Okay, yeah. See, that's yeah, that's cool. And just, uh, yeah, I just think it's really. I, I mean, we always want you know everyone, the the runners we love to watch to run as much as possible. So it's well, and usually those spring marathons after the trials aren't as good because everybody goes. From the yeah, to the exactly. Olympics, yeah, and the people you want to see are getting ready for for the Olympics. I'm pumped. It was a good decision. 
good rollout, well executed on all fronts there. Bourbon, whiskey, yes, that's what she does. <laughs> all decade team time now, Jason. Um, women's 100, let's just start there. Yeah. Women's 100 meter dash. Who are the three or four or five that you're putting on this team? Yeah, so the first place is really obvious, Shelly and Fraser Price. Um, she basically cinched this early in the decade. But then she said, you know what? Just to make it really easy, I'm going to win gold in 2019 as well mm-hmm. and run 10-7 like, I don't know, four more times. Uh, right. So she's, I mean, she was as obvious a pick as Bolt was for this team. Uh, yeah, She was just completely dominant. I mean, four gold medals, uh, 1070, you know, won the Diamond League a bunch of times. The second, third spot, I think came down to uh, Jeter and Bowie, and they were really, really close. Both have a gold, silver, and bronze. Uh, Jeter mm-hmm. ran a little faster. Bowie, you know, had the unfortunate, just super weird last two years, where you know she wins the gold in 2017, and you would have said, "Oh yeah, she's going to be," you know, I mean, 2018 wasn't a you know obviously a championship year, but 2019 you would have yeah. thought she would have done well, but it was just such a crazy kind of. Kind of thing. Elaine Thompson actually would have been. I thought, you know, three years ago, I would have said, "Oh, she's gonna, yeah, easily be the second spot on this team." But she kind of had such a weird year as well, and she kind of faded a little bit here. Um, so I ended up going Fraser Price, Jetter, and, and Bowie. I did the same. Honorable mention went to Tolu, Shippers, and and Thompson. Jetter's ten seventy, and the the dominance that she had in in eleven was was impressive. And yeah. Yeah, she yeah, she had that first part of of the decade. Very very first part and then Fraser Price took over and then Bowie had a little bit and then Fraser Price came back at the end. I mean to get the gold in 12 and then 19, that's that's crazy. Right? I mean that's five medals out of seven championships, four of them yeah, were gold. That's that's ridiculous. And you mentioned yeah. uh Go ahead. No, I was to say, you know, Thompson getting the the double gold in 2016, and like I said, the, you know, she was she ran 10.71. She was just looked like Shelly and Fraser Price, like literally handing off the baton to like who's going to be. And then 2017, she finishes fifth. You know, this year she looked like she had kind of bounced back, and it was like, oh, her and Shelly and Fraser Price, and she finishes fourth. It was just she ended up with one medal in the hundred this decade. You talking about Thompson? It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and as many golds as Bolt for right. Fraser Price. For yeah. Was it I think it was Nick Zicardi who said Shelly and Fraser Price is Usain Bolt without the world records. Yeah. That's and that's yeah, it's it's you know, it's a ridiculous standard that obviously those world records are set at, so you can't really hold it against her. She was she was every bit Usain Bolt. In the two hundred that she came back to the twenty nineteen, like the, she won gold this year. That's crazy. Yeah, gave birth, came back. And her, this was her, either her best Maybe her best season. year. Yeah, yeah, or her, the f- 15 was good too because she got the, uh, she got, uh, or thir- 13, she got the double, the 100, 200 double. But speaking of 200, uh, surprised here, Daphne Shippers, who you said was not good at the 200, somehow is at the top of the all-decade team. <laughs> she has gold in 15. I did and say this in 2018, I think, so, and I said she she'd kind of lost it a bit. And I, I stand by that. 15 and 17 gold, 2016 silver. 
in a in an, in an Olympic final. She ran twenty one sixty three when she beat <laughs> Elaine Thompson. Ran twenty one sixty six. Yeah, uh, won a Diamond League title. It was between her and Thompson, right? Because Thompson has the Olympic gold in sixteen. She's yeah. the silver from fifteen. She's got a better head to head record against shippers, but the extra gold pushed it over for me mm. for, for shippers. And Allison Felix, Fraser Price also got in the mix here. Veronica Campbell Brown, you could throw in there. Carmelita Jetter. This one spanned the entire the entire decade, right? Because then you have someone like Dean Asher Smith, who had the gold in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Shawnee Miller Weibo, who could have, could have, yeah. That question. <laughs> so she could have. So she had a, a bronze in 2017. Her personal best is 21.74, which is behind Felix, behind Shippers and Thompson. But that's it. Three Diamond League titles. If she won, if she ran the 200 this year, she would have won it. Yeah. So then she would have had a gold and a bronze. I, that would have been. That might have been enough to push. Well, that's exactly kind of like what, what Felix had. So maybe she wouldn't have been able to push Felix off, but it would have been close. In any regard, Shippers, Thompson, and then I went Felix third on the strength of her 2012 gold and then that 2169 at Trials. Three Diamond League titles too. Jason, you know how I feel about Diamond League titles. Love them. Yeah. No, hey, it, it, I think that matters because it's it's the whole season. It's, you know, continuing to run. I think that, that absolutely matters. Uh, I have Shippers in there as well. The two golds, the silver, the 2163. It's, it's, it's I mean, that's a really good resume and she's obviously she ran the hundred a bunch and you know she spent did the heptathlon at the beginning yeah she's been mainly yeah. a 200 runner for five plus years mm-hmm. of the decade and she's been very very good at it uh even if she didn't end the decade you know at quite as quite as high um but i think it's enough to edge out thompson who again just had such a weird end of the decade and it mm-hmm. still still almost you know got the top spot here but just seems like she could have, you know, if she would have focused on the two, probably could have also had the top spot because um, the two is just that can be that weird event sometimes. Uh, Felix, I have in my third spot, but it's it's really really close. She, I mean, she this is, you know, she started off with the bronze and eleven, the gold and twelve, and then she started just moving on to the four hundred, and she ran the, the two and stuff still here and there, and she didn't mm-hmm. make the team that one time, but like all of Felix's real impressive 200 stuff in this decade came the first three years. Um, mm-hmm. She really didn't do much after that, but she had the Olympic gold. She ran 21, six. That's enough to edge out Fraser price. Um, Shawna Miller, I agree. Could have also, you know, been on there, but she just, again, was, was overall more fo- focused on the four. Yeah. I mean, 20, what was the year Felix pulled up? Was that, that must've been 13, right? That sounds right. When she got hurt. Yeah. In Moscow. So I mean that's the great that's the great what if, right? And she easily would have been on the you know, obviously last decade's two hundred team, but Yeah, we're doing this decade, Jason. Last night I checked it was this decade. But <laughs> like I mean look at look at twenty thirteen. Uh like I don't know. She won her semifinal heat. She was looking good. Yeah. Going, oh yeah. Going to the final and got. Her. I mean, Fraser Price won. Ahore was second. Okabari third, and then Miller Weibo was fourth. If her leg holds up there, 
maybe uh, a gold maybe in 13. Now, it's a stretch to to get to to 15 at that point because then you got to play the what if game about what if she wasn't injured, but then you have to go through a whole off year as well. The fun thing for me is going back and looking at the early catalog, the early years mm. of some of these runners. We did that with Timothy Chariot, and you're like, oh yeah, he was at the he's at the Rio Olympics because right. before they're Diamond League champions and before they're Olympic and World champions, you want to see like what they what they did, right? What was their climb like? Cause sometimes they have a sneaky sixth place finish, and you're like, oh okay, well I'll add that. That's pretty crazy that they got sixth uh, at, at such young age. With shippers, you go to the beginning of the decade, you're like, oh, the heptathlon. <laughs> yeah. I know. Literally like, I saw that, and I was like, of course I knew that in the back of my mind, but it, course, it yeah. kind of faded a little bit. Yeah. When we started the pod, she was a heptathlete. Yep. Like, she was literally doing the heptathlon. Uh, okay. Let's move on to the 400, which is wild, because seven global championships outdoors, seven different winners. Felix, <sighs> Miller-Webo, Nasser, Ohoragu, Richard Ross, Mancho, Phyllis Francis. How do you sort these ones out, Jace? Yeah, this one, this you could do a lot of different stuff here. Um, for the top spot, it really came down to Miller and Felix for me. Um, Felix was was obviously very very good, and once once she made the switch, we we kind of were even asking her to switch earlier, even though she won a silver medal back in 2011. Which mm-hmm. was like when I looked at that too, I was like, man, she was doing the 400 for that long. But I think that was like, you know, she got, she lost a Mantle Mancho like six times by 0. 0.01 and <laughs> yeah. somehow in, the, in all of those times. Um, so she easily could have nudged another goal or so, but just never, you know, she was just barely on the wrong side of a few different ones. Uh, I ended up going with Miller as, as my top spot. Wow. Uh, got, Did you know she got she the Olymp- She got the, yes, even though she cheated. And got the and dove. She got the Olympic gold. So, you know, Olympic is worth 0.1% more than a world championship gold or whatever. Uh, she was, you know, silver twice, 15 and 17. She ran 48.3, which is ridiculous. And I, I do think Felix could have put up something close to as ridiculous, but she never quite, you know, focused on the four enough for that. Um, but then I had Felix in my two spot who had the 15 gold, also two silvers, but then throw in an additional bronze, uh, 49-2. I mean, they're, they're so close. And then I had to put Nasser as my third spot, uh, which, again, there's there's so many people to consider. But 48-1, gold medal win, you know, over Shawnee Miller in 2019, uh, and then silver medal in 2017. I I feel good about those top three. It's it's a, It's a crazy list, though. It's tough. I mean, it's no doubt that this track was super fast. Absolutely. And Felix was, like, doing all these, doing a bunch of events all the time. Never, yeah. Never got the feeling that she ever had a 400 in her absolute prime. I, I still, yeah, it never I still, seemed like that. It was her. She loved it. Like, it was always a secondary thing. Yeah. I stuck with her. I mean, she has the one extra medal. Yeah. Um. And again, the silvers were so both those silvers were so close. It's got to be worth something. Then again, you could say, well, Shawnee Miller's silver came Ran against three, <laughs> and 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 got and got second. I I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't quibble with you. It's more just the the full I don't decade. Think the wrong answer between them. Yeah. The, the the full decade body of work. Um, 
wasn't what was impressive. And then Nasser, I mean, I almost thought about to put Nasser first for a little just, bit because well, yeah, it's forty eight one four. Yeah, no, it was. It's the most impressive performance of the of the decade for sure. Yeah. And then I guess, the, you know this, Felix splitting forty seven whatever. But. Yeah. So this one looked a lot harder on paper when you look at who, how many people won gold medals. Yeah. How, how am I going to sort this out? But those three, I think, are separate, just slightly from the Horagu, Moncho, Richard mm-hmm. Ross. Yeah. Well, Horagu, her decade PR forty nine forty one. Which yeah, just... Horagu was really great. I mean, she's probably I you know I feel pretty good about putting her fourth. But it's it, it's it's tough. I mean, it's, it's just everyone just kind of t- had a had a run at the those you know PRs. Look, those PRs look so antiquated. These forty nine <laughs> second PR. It's you look but at only Nas- only to you know three months ago. Before that, it was like forty nine four. Yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah, Felix forty nine twenty six. Nasser forty eight fourteen. Yeah, that's the second insane. part. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sharika Jackson, three bronzes. Awesome, I love that. The Christophe Lamette Award. Yes, eight hundred. You did not pick Semenya because you said she's not eligible, which I thought. I was wrong. that is not true. I have it written down. She did the Bolt Fraser Price thing where she got four golds. Yep, uh, one fifty four twenty five. Yeah, there's really. I mean, it's three diamonds. You know, leagues. if you want to, you know, walk that line of well she still isn't allowed to run this year fine but she didn't test positive for a banned substance so she's still on my list and she's she's easily first right and this should have been five this should have been five golds yeah because it should have been a 19 gold and then it fell in line behind there unisum forgot about a little bit but she had the gold in 2013 really good yeah in the in the in-between year there for for semenya and ran under 157 one she was she was pretty dominant when when Semenya wasn't around yeah and then I went uh but ahead of her I actually went Nian Saba mm. silver twice but it was to Semenya yeah as a faster PR than some and just the fact that she ran against Semenya all those years obviously she could have won a bunch of diamond leagues if right. she wasn't there and then I have Ajay Wilson as the clear number four there by virtue of her her two bronze medals and a, and a 155.6, which is a good... If she could have won as the giant favorite this year, yeah, she would have been in conversation for the two spot. But, you know, hey, she didn't, obviously. But she was such a huge... You know, it was just the whole year. It was like, well, Semenya's not there. Nian Saba's not there. Wilson is so much better than everybody else. She makes it look so easy. And then just couldn't, you know, couldn't pull it off in the thing. So she definitely, yeah, falls off the top three. Uh, mine's similar to yours, but I put some in the two spot. Uh, I... No, Nian Saba, you know, could have easily had golds if she wasn't going up against against Semenya. Uh, but you know, the the, ex, the gold medal there. Uh, I also think if Sum's peak was when Semenya was also peaking, she probably would have run a second faster or so. She would have mm. dragged to an even faster time. Uh, maybe not as, maybe not as fast as Nian Saba, but like still, I think you know when Semenya's dropping one fifty fours, one fifty fives every race. I think that's a massive advantage for for Nian Saba right behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't put as quite as much stock in in the time, um, and I'll just give the slight edge to the gold medal. Interesting. Alicia Montano, two bronze medals. Yeah, oh, those were in a crazy trials. Reallocated bronze medals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay, fifteen hundred. 
again, another clear number one here. I yeah. don't see how anybody could make an argument that it should be someone other than Faith Kip Yegon, 16, 17 gold, and then silver this year and a silver in 15. So that's four of them. She ran 354, 22, yeah. which was crazy. The only problem is Savan Hassan was in the race. Um, <laughs> and then I went I went Jenny Simpson second, and you're probably not going to do that because you're going to pump up Gonzebe Baba again for whatever <laughs> reason. Simpson, okay, whatever. The PR isn't as fast as Tababa because Tababa is a world record, or Hassan. But check this. Four medals for her as well. Yeah. And she made six of the seven finals. She has a, a Diamond League title, a gold, yeah. two silvers, and a bronze. Very similar in a way to, to Centro, right? With the oh, gold, absolutely. The gold medal early in the decade. Um, or sorry, not gold medal, but a medal early in the decade and then sustained excellence throughout and making just a ton of finals. I put her second. Now, third was tough. Third was tough because you got you two go people. With your heart or your brain? That was the question. So you got two people left. You have Gonzebe Dababa. Yep. Who got the gold in 15, mm-hmm. the silver in 16. Yep. Has the 1,500-meter world record, 350. Mm-hmm. She has two stupid indoor 1,500-meter gold medals <laughs> that no one cares about. <laughs> small credit, small credit. Seven and two against Tassan, which, Oof. all right, whatever, but it's not like... She also had a great habit of not running races when Hassan would smoke her a la this year, right? <laughs> and that's in, the, that's in the 1500 too. Um, and then you have Hassan. Yep. Tw- 2019 gold, 2015 bronze. Was in the mix quite a bit, like was part of that that 16 race that was nuts, right? With Was it Simpson who passed her right at the end, right? Like yeah, I believe so. She slid to – Simpson went past – if memory serves, she went right past Semenya and Hassan in like the last five meters. And Hassan got fifth, but I could be wrong. Uh, no, I'm right. She got fifth. Um, and so she has a mile world record, which is good, but it's not as strong. Like the 1500 meter record converted is better than that mile record. I grouped the yes, mile and 1500. But it, but it counts. Together. Yeah, I think that's fair to count that. Yeah. Um, what is this? Wait. What was the year when... Oh, I'm thinking of 17. I'm thinking of 17. Mm. What's Stefan Hassan? She did get fifth in the in the 16 Olympics, but was it was it 17 where they... When did Semenya... You have a better memory for this stuff than I do. I'm trying... Because Semenya wasn't... Yeah, okay, so she was fifth again in 17. But that was... I'm trying to figure out the year when it was when it was the the superstars with Semenya and Muir in there. Mm. I want to. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that that was the year. So this man, this was an awesome race. Kipiegon one, Simpson two, Semenya three, Muir four, Hassan five. So Ooh. she got fi- she got fifth in sixteen and seventeen against really really good fields. Again, not medals, but still pretty good. Um, two Diamond League titles. For Hassan in the fifteen hundred, yes. Uh, I think, and this is where you and I were arguing. I, I think that three fifty one from the gun solo is like a more. Now it's not as fast as what Hassan did, or sorry, what Dababa did in Monaco, 
But given the stakes of the race, given the fact that it was coming back from the 10K, and given the fact that it was all by herself, I think it's almost it's more impressive than the 350, even though it's a couple seconds off of the 350. When Dababa did that, obviously it's on Monaco. The track's moving. <laughs> we know that. The rabbits were great. Hassan went on like a, a suicide mission, essentially, to push Dababa through. She got through 1,200 and ended up losing by six seconds, right? Isn't that yeah. what happened? Yeah. Mm. So, so Hassan did not have any of that stuff in Doha. Yeah, the track was fast and a lot of the distance times were fast, but she also ran aggressively. So I think that 351 already is an all-time mark, but the fact of doing it in a championship race is, is nutso. So that's why I gave her the edge. And Dababa slips to fourth, which is pretty pretty fitting um, because she <laughs> does get a lot of medals. I'm just kidding. Okay, so you started off good. I have, I have I have a son third. I have a son third. Wow. Okay. So Kipion obviously first. I agree. Simpson. I agree. Second. The no you sustained excellence agree. throughout Come the entire on. decade. You know you want to is, put Dababa too. No, I do not. I I think she Simpson showing up in every basically every championship and just the way she, the master of all master tacticians. Um, she took, you know, she, she teaches classes on that now. Uh, <laughs> but I think the third spot, Hassan is a better runner. She had a better decade than Dababa did. But if we're talking about just the 1500, Dababa mm. was, was better. Whoa, I like there. I don't think it's debatable. Uh, it they both have like a gold. Debatable. They, they both have a gold. How is it not debatable? Dababa has a silver to Hassan's bronze. Okay, fine. And it's an Olympic silver to Hassan's bronze. Okay. Slight edge to Dababa. You keep saying that. Why is it? Why is the Olympic medal better than the... Why because the Olympics just matters true? more. It's very slight. I mean, to, uh, to other people, but not to the not to professional track. And silver athletes. to bronze. How about that? Let's just go with that then. Is, is That's silver, fine. I'll is take that. Better, but... Is second better than three? Yes. I, 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 I can't keep track. <laughs> yeah. They're three fifty one nine from the front. It, it, absolutely impressive in a world championship. And I agree sometimes a slower time can be a more impressive time. If you set the world record, that matters. The world record. You're given credit in the men's four hundred for the third fastest time ever, but you're not given credit for the world record. So that's weird. Um Wait, 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 wait. No, it's two different races. You're talking about the hurdles? Yeah. Are we bringing the men's hurdles back? Yeah, you're, you're, you're giving credit for the third fastest well, time ever, Jason, but the world Jason, record holder Jason. apparently isn't relevant. Jason, that's not... Jason, come on. There's a difference in a 1500 where tactics and all that stuff are in play in a, in a foreign hurdles where everybody's going all out from the gun. That's the difference. There's also a difference between running the fastest time ever. And I'm saying this would have been... If, if Hassan had a rabbit in Doha, she would have run faster than... Three if, 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 ifs don't matter. Ifs do not matter. It's, that's this is my all if team. That's what this is. I'm. Uh, so you get the world record. You get the silver medal compared to the bronze medal. Indoors counts, like I said, the, the the smallest amounts. But hey, she she kept running throughout the years. She liked to. She set every indoor record basically. Um, she won the head to head matchup. I, I think it's. I think Dabab is the clear the clear pick here. It's like running a thing with a plus 2.0 wind and then like a minus 1.0 wind. That's the difference in the in those two races. That's what it is. No, it's like setting the world record right. and then not setting the world record. Well, right. It's like it's like say it's like Bolt just hypothetically he runs a 958 with a with a plus 2 and then 
Andre DeGrasse, and this would never happen with Andre DeGrasse because he would only run with plus wins, but Andre DeGrasse, if he ran like a 9.65 into a minus 1.5, that's what it is. Because, yes, you are right. 350 is smaller than 351.95. But discerning track fans like me can, can figure out that one is actually better than the other. So. Setting a world record counts. That's a big deal. That's, that's up there with medals as far as your resume. Yeah, it's part of it. And that's why I kept her four and didn't drop her behind Miriam Jamal, who got a gold <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> or a Bebe Aragawi, who got a bronze in 12 and a 2013 gold and then a Meldonium band. I mean, that's a tri- good trifecta um, of, of accomplishments in one decade. And now I guess she's just gone. We don't see a Bebe Aragawi anymore. She was around for a while. Um, Simpson, though, man, I think we can agree on that, right? Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you if you get four medals include and you get a gold, I mean, you know, you said six to seven finals. That's that's absolutely absurd. That's that's coming through time after time after time. Mm-hmm. Also, you're not giving Hassan enough credit for those two fifth place finishes. I just want to point that out. Those score points for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Dababa have a few fifth, sixth, seventh? Uh, she had. I could. I'll. You want me to look that up for you? I can. Look I mean, up I'm up. assuming she did. Because that's what you make fun of her for, for not showing up. Well, she she literally doesn't show up. The the only hate I have, or the, the, not hate, the only uh, pushback I have. She was seventh in 2013. Um, uh, She was, well, eighth in the 5K in 2011. Wait, so hold on. You said 2013, she was what? Oh, seventh. Seventh. And then 2015, she won. And then 2016, she was second, and then 12th, and then didn't show up this year. Yeah, if this was the indoor all-decade team, she might be – it's like her and Christian Coleman, right? <laughs> I mean, Hassan was Hassan was good indoors, but you, nobody could hold the candle to Dababa. Hey, she also has the indoor world record, too. Let's just That's what I'm saying. If this was the indoor all-decade team. yeah. Hey, there she's got a gold and a silver even. outdoors. That's awesome. Compared to a gold and a bronze. That's true. That's true. Uh, if you're better that. time, medals, and head-to-head, I don't see how you could be outdone by the other person. Because the fifth place <laughs> team points is what I'm saying, and the 351 is faster than the 350. These aren't complex arguments, Jason. These are pretty straightforward. you got yeah. the two Diamond League titles. Uh, it's, it's pretty apparent who's the better 1,500-meter runner here. Um does the fact, though, that she can't... Now, I know Dababa doubled, too, but I mean, does the fact that Hassan did that after running a 10K, does that matter? I feel I mean, like it that was, should, It was right? awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome for sure. I mean, but yeah, Dababa did, you know, was doing the, the 15 and the 5. Um, That's not the 15-10. This is a whole new level of... <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, But yeah, in 2015, you know, Dababa was third in the 5, first in the 15. Um, yeah. You know, that was... That's pretty impressive too. I, I think yes, Hassan's single championships. This twenty nineteen, but I mean, it's then you're considering other events, and I, you know, at that point, it's kind of yeah. No, that that was an insanely impressive impressive day or week. Oh, you forgot uh, London when she got twenty uh, second. Dababa did didn't make it out of the heats, <laughs> so forgot about that one. Hassan was like know. in high school. 
I know. Just furthers <laughs> my point. She probably would have done better. But in third, hey, she she made an Olympic team. Two fifths, man. Just always in the mix. That's the thing about Sifan Hassan. Always in the mix. Let's go to the five thousand where yep. Sifan Hassan did not make my did not make my team. No, nope. the five thousand. This was this was close. This was close. This required some research. So you got Helen O'Berry, gold in 17 and 19, yep. silver in 2016. She had 14, 18, two Diamond League titles. Vivian Chariot, she's also got two gold. Yeah, this this setup is ridiculous. Two and each have two s- golds and and a silver. And she Cherry ran 14, 20, and three Diamond League titles. Then you got Mesret Defar, who, hey, Mesret's like reservations for three at the double gold 5K in the decade <laughs> table, please. And the host was like, okay, have a seat over there next to Vivian and Helen because they also won two golds. And then she sat down because she yeah. got a gold in 2012 and 2013 is what I'm saying. Uh, and she also got a bronze. So <laughs> three medals total for her. And she got so stupid. Uh, and then you got Ayana, who also had four medals in the five. Only one fifteen only one gold though in fifteen, silver in seventeen, and then bronze in sixteen and thirteen. But she had the fastest time of any of them, fourteen, twelve, and she has three of the top six times in history and a Diamond League title. Whew. Whoa boy. I don't remember I have a list here. I don't remember what went on in my head though to arrive at this list. Yeah. I'm like I'm constantly reconsidering this. It, it is, this is a ridiculous list. Like I don't to parse this. Oh, it's really hard. Um, I, I, I'm gonna go with Chariot first. Um, she's got two golds and a silver, like six other people on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I guess, hey, Olympic gold. I'm getting the next a little bit of that Olympic silver. Um, I, I just don't. I mean, her and Obiri are basically identical. I mean, I guess Defar is too. I, I, I literally, I, I don't know how to do this. I have Chariot listed first, so I might stick with that, I guess. Um, well, the 18, the 14-18 to the 14-20, O'Berry's PRs, like, whatever, two seconds, or decade PRs, yeah, two seconds. I, mean, I gave more weight. Chariot has one more Diamond League title than O'Berry and two more than Defar. Defar mm. also has the bronze, not the silver. I moved, yeah. d- so I, I moved Defar out of that conversation, and then I elevated Ayana to third mm. so i went chariot obiri and then ayana in part because yeah three of the six fastest times but it's like how many times were they really going for i, I just feel like if if chariot ran a whole bunch of time trials too yeah she she could have gotten down there and run fourteen twelve. there's no reason why she couldn't and the double gold spoke for itself there and the, I mean, five years apart too. She was just present in the whole, in like the the whole decade. I mean, I know now that she's in the marathon. We talk about her still, but to go twenty eleven and then come back in twenty sixteen and do it, I was I was impressed by that. Ayana has basically no regular season, right? She's disappeared the last. Years. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a weird, a weird way to weird, weird way to go. But um, yeah, so I feel good about the the chariot. And Obiri won two. The three spot is where I'm really, really struggling. Um, Defar was really good in the previous decade, 
basically yeah. all of her 5Ks came in the in by 2013 she was done. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but if it, hey, you win two golds. That's I guess maybe how else else do you need including Olympic gold? Uh, versus Ayana was was kind of that. Oh man, Ayana medaling in four different four different championships. Yeah, Some ridiculous times. The times matter a little less to me in these distance races. Um, I'll go. I'll get. You know, I'm going to give Defar uh, two golds. That's that is enough for me. If you, if you, even though it it kind of ended there, you you win Olympic gold, World Championship gold. I'm going to give that a slight edge. Well, Ayana got to the top list in the ten thousand for me because that was too much to ignore. She got the two golds there. And set the world record by 14 seconds, <laughs> which was an insane race. I don't know if you remember that one, but I do. she was running away with it. I went Chariot second in the 10,000 because she got two golds there as well, a silver and a bronze, 29.32 she ran. And then Tunish Dababa, who we haven't talked about in a while on this show, she also got two golds. A silver and a bronze. So again, very similar resumes. How do you separate Dababa from Chariot? I don't know. I just went who had the faster time. It was a cop yeah. out, but I did it. They don't really run that many ten thousands on the track. Uh, I mean, Chariots each had a loss to Ayana, right? So you can't say, oh, they only lost to this this person or that person. Um, Chariot was always you know doing that five ten. A lot of those times doing that five ten as well too. I don't know if you want to give her extra little, points for yeah, that. Yeah, a little or not. extra, a little extra tough. But I don't know. Ayana to me was the clear number one, even though she never raced because it's the ten thousand. So you can't say, oh, but this person ran eight ten thousands last year, and this person ran none. It's harder to punish her for that, and just the fact that she got the got the world record by fourteen seconds. Can't really ignore that. It's it's very impressive. Uh, the only mark against Diana is she basically only competed in 2016 and 2017 in the 10,000. Like, she never ran another 10,000 in her career in any other year. I like it. Um, One and done. Two and done. That's, I mean, yeah, to, to run two years where she ran a t- competed in 10,000 and nothing else. Uh, so she's actually in my third spot. I went Chariot what? 1, what? Dababa 2, and Ayana 3. Uh, both Dababa and Chariot with four medals competing constantly throughout, both with two golds, just like Ayana. The world record is insanely impressive, obviously. Uh, but I'm going to give more credit for actually being around and continuously competing. And not just competing, but like winning medals and being the best in the world. Interesting. I just, I mean, you only, sh- she, she did, she had literally zero competitions in eight of 10 years. And she was obviously the best in the world in those 16, yeah. 17. I mean, like, she was completely dominant in those, and I respect that. But Dababa and Chariot were completely dominant as well. Like, there's not a huge gap in dominance. I mean, extra points for the world record, absolutely. But also extra points for silver and bronze medals. I, give me give me someone who's actually running the event a little more. Hmm. I'm out of outrage. You know, I just can't. Yeah. Let's go to the hurdles. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I I made my I made my argument. I it just that's a massive chunk of time 
off. The, it'd be one thing if she barely got it, but she was destroying people those two years. It's just it's tough with a race like that. It, the ten thousand is more like the marathon than it is the four hundred or the eight hundred. It's just not run that much. So it's very difficult to figure. Yeah, out. Yeah, she's Dennis Cometo basically. Wow, that was below the belt. But okay, that's what she is in the ten. You'll apologize. Maybe Patrick uh, Well, She still has the record, though. She does. Like, who's, who's breaking that record? That's going to be a while. That's, I mean, the record's insanely impressive. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's no question that. I mean, and as, as infrequently as it's run. That's what I'm saying. It, it's going to be hard to, hard to break. But also, that's part of the reason maybe, you know, that it was set like that to begin with is because it's just not, you know, when it's competed in its championships and in championships, you're less likely to get something fast like that. Well, that was f- that was four of the top fastest times in one race, and maybe Hassan will break it. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. If she wanted to, she probably could do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to the hurdles. High hurdles yeah. first. Sally Pearson, class of the field here, three golds. Yep. Gets that comeback gold in twenty seventeen to seal it. PR's pretty good too. Twelve twenty eight, a Diamond League title. I went with her number one. Number two, Brown and McNeil. 13 and 16 gold, ran 12.26, so slightly better personal best than Pearson and one Diamond League title. So she's got two golds. Then you got... Oof, third spot four, is brutal. I didn't even list my third spot because I'm still not sure. Yeah, you got four people here. You got Don Harper, Nelson... 2012 silver, 2017 silver, 2011 bronze, four diamond league titles. PR 12, 1237, but four diamond league titles. In a ra- in a, an event where the top competed to each other all the time throughout the season. Yeah, she was always around. Nia Ali also on this short list, the gold in 2019, and then the 2016 silver. Get two medals, you're going to be on the list. 1234. Danielle Williams, 2015 gold and then bronze this year. 1232 and then one diamond league and then because she set the world record i think you got to include at least kenny harrison on the short list yeah world, world record and then the silver this year and then five five marks all time in the top 30 which is pretty good uh pearson's got a lot of them up there what's too. her sully score is she the best 10 best ever 10 times average is she number one? Oh, i didn't look that up actually that'd be a good thing to look up uh you want like her compared to like pearson because yeah, pearson ran Pearson, Pearson ran, ran some... fast a lot. Yeah, yeah and she so... was she was early like when she was dominating early, she was so far away better than everybody else. Yeah, and I so... agree. I think the first two spots are super easy. I think it's Pearson McNeil. Um, it's this third spot that's that's you know tough. So twelve thirty five is Harrison's average. That's got to be number one. Twelve thirty five. I'll look up here. I'll look. Pearson and McNeil would be the other two. So Pearson's average is twelve forty two. And why did I say twelve thirty five was Yes. Harrison's? Uh twelve four zero is McNeil. So McNeil's is actually better than, than Pearson's. You're right. The first two are obvious, Pearson, McNeil, and then I went I went Harper three, I think. I'm not trying to, 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 to get you angry here, but why not Kenny Harrison when you rewarded Samba? Why not Kenny Harrison when it rewarded Samba? Samba was he was your clear three ahead of all these people who who won medals and and you know had more impressive resumes, but he was the fastest in history, just like Kenny Harrison is. Except Kenny Harrison actually has a world record as well. I mean, I think if Harrison got a 
bronze against like Pearson and McNeil when like Pearson and McNeil ran twelve twenty one. Or well, she has a silver compared to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not it's not so much about that. It's like it's more like who you're who you're losing to. Like she should have she should have won this year, and she should have won in seventeen, and she should have won in sixteen theoretically. Um, when the year when she won the. But you have to say Harrison's resume is more impressive than Samba's. For the decade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's all comparative, right? You're comparing them to the other people on the list. That's why. Yeah. This is this is a much tougher field. So you have someone with Don Harper Nelson who has been around but no gold like, medals. I know, but the entire de- like so if, if we're going to do the parallels between this and 4 meter hurdles for the men, right? This would be akin to like Karan Clement just showing up the entire decade, right? And he's like in the mix in in every single uh, global championship. I mean, I think I know Harper Nelson didn't make the team in sixteen, but I think other than that, she was always around. And in the regular season, she was there. And you brought up a good point about this is an event where people just bash each other's heads in every single or shins since it's hurdles or trail legs, whatever it is, week in and week out. Um, yeah, there was just there was clearly three people, four people even that were better than her. That's why. And in the in the men's four hurdles, there were there was two people that were better, and that was it. That's the difference. So I I, I went I went Harper three, and then after th- I mean you can make I think you can make an argument for Harrison four, but you also can make an argument for her being six, and five as well, right? Like, how do you separate Ali Williams and Harrison? Do you have Harper third, or are you still moving people around on your big board? <laughs> I, I am going to go with Harper third. Um even though it's it's really close. Harrison, if you're the best in the world continuously, but you just can't show up in the biggest moments, I can't I can't reward you. Like I just that that matters too much. Um you'll be known as, you know, Patrick Ewing or whatever, which is fine. But she needs she needs to, you know, have have her gold medal like when she should and she had the moment, yeah. Yeah. She just, just couldn't couldn't you do know, it and you that's know, a bummer. But you know, what's interesting is in sixteen, right? If she had qualified for the Olympic team and won the gold medal, she would have been like, like she would have had an Aries merit thing, right? Yeah. Where she would have had one gold, and then say this year she just ran the exact same way, and not, nothing else changed. So then in nineteen, she gets the gets the silver. That's merit had two medals too, right? And a world. Yeah, record. she would have been in the two spot because she would have knocked McNeil's second gold out, and she wouldn't have quite been, you know. Pearson, right. but she would have been she would have been my number two for sure. And that's the problem. the me, The men's hurdles didn't have someone as dominant as Pearson. You had McLeod get two golds. You had Shubankov with one gold, but there was more parity there for the men. Yeah, than there were for the women. So the women, it's just a that's t- a tough list to crack there because Pearson goes three golds and a and a silver and also runs a pretty pretty fast time. But yeah, Harrison like. I mean, the thing is, if she gets a 16 gold, maybe that momentum rolls into 17. And yeah, she gets it, could, it, it could change absolutely everything if she had that one breakthrough. Yeah, uh, but but she didn't, so that's where I don't want it. Yeah, because I, I never want to call like any professional athlete like, oh, they choked or whatever. But like, there's no question that she should have made the team. That Harrison was was you know she was dominating on on a level. 
you know, beyond what, what, what we'd seen. She was, she was so far and away better than everybody else she was rolling and she couldn't make a team, you know, and then in, in, in finals and stuff like she just continually came up short i think even Otto said like yeah this is a problem like she has to prove she can do otherwise um and i think that's you know it's it sucks because it's you don't want anyone to be like yeah they're a choker or whatever but it's like no that you have to show up in the biggest moments or it's just not gonna so she was she was six and oh actually let me let me rephrase this counting in 2016 counting finals mm-hmm. all right uh Hold on, let me try this one more time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. In twenty sixteen, counting finals, only finals, she was ten and one. The one loss was the Olympic trials final when she got sixth. <laughs> That's she went insane. 12 36, 12 56, 12 42. 1224, 1246, 1266. First round at USA's or trials that year, 1257. Semifinals, 1291. And then the final year in 1262. Then bounces back, runs a 1240 in the heats of the London Diamond League, then runs 1220 in the final to set the world yep. record. Then 1242, 1244, and then 1263. That was her, that was her 2016. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a bummer. I hope she does break through at some point and get her get a gold medal, because um, it would just be nice to to get past the rest of that stuff. But in twenty seventeen, she was seven and one. In twenty seventeen, seven and one, the one loss, the world championship final when she got fourth. Yeah, I mean, she like won, the, she can't... won USA's that year. <sighs> U.S. hurdling is too good, right? I mean, it's just it, it it's is, like... but also that you. you it's one thing you have to compete against the absolute best, and I respect that. If but if you are a combined whatever seventeen and zero, ex- in every race of the year except for the biggest one, yeah, you know where where you have to show up like that. I, I can't I can't give you credit there. Well, I think what these regular season stats tell me is even if she got just one gold, that would have mm-hmm. definitely put her in the in the conversation for top three and. Yeah. If she got two, you might have been able to make an argument with her. Well, I guess if she got one in 17, that would have prevented Pearson right. from getting one. And if she got one in 16, that would have prevented McNeil from getting one. So she she would have been – I think she would have been number one if she went gold in 16 and gold in 17. Because then oh, yeah, without question. She would have been even with Pearson. She would have been ahead of McNeil, and she would have had the world record too. Because say, yeah, even, 16 even is, the one of the two, she's the, easily the third spot, if not the second spot. Yeah. Uh, and then this year, this year, you know, she lost to Danielle Williams twice, but one of her worst she, regular seasons, but she actually, you know, silver in the championship. That's, I mean, she lost to well, Ali, who, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have said was better than her, but here's the thing too, like winning USA's is a big deal in this event. It's a huge deal, right? right. Yeah. And and she lost it in sixteen, but then won it in seventeen and nineteen. So that I think had she had the gold medal, that would have furthered her case there because all U.S. finals are not created equal, and the women's high hurdles is deeper than an Olympic final. And some might even say, team to make. "Bear with me here, Jason. It's the hardest team to make." Yeah, it's uh, it's a bummer. Let's we'll see if she can make the the, the twenty twenty all decade team. Yeah. 
Nine out of question get goes does it in twenty and twenty one. Maybe that'll be enough. Yeah. There you go. That'll Two golds will usually get you there. A lot of lot of parody. Uh okay, so let's move on. We got three events left. Four yeah. hurdles, steeple, and then the marathon. Four hurdles. Dillon Muhammad runs away with this thing. You forget about yes. the 2013 silver. I think right. even if you are Dillon Muhammad's biographer, you probably forgot about the 2013 silver. She also had one in 17 and obviously the 16 gold and the 19 gold, two fastest times. Uh, or she broke the world record twice and has two Diamond League titles. Yeah, that's insurmountable. And the 13, you know, meddling 13 through 19. Like I know it doesn't have fifteen in there, but like that that stretch of yeah to to basically span most of the decade, she's she's the easy number one, and then I think uh, I think Hedgenova is 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 your two with with the golden thirteen and fifteen. Yeah, as much as I wanted to do recency bias again in my formula hurdle pick, and then put Sydney there, I went with Hedgenova. Uh, fast time too, right? Fifty two eight is not like that's it's not fifty two two. But it's still pretty good. Um, and then I went Lashina Demas third. Yeah. I went Lashina Demas third. She's got the gold. She's got a silver. She's got a bronze. And then 52-4 is pretty dang fast as well, too. And then I would have, McGo- I would have McLaughlin in fourth. Yeah, I agree. I don't, Sydney, uh, obviously insanely talented. And again, we'll probably make the next all-decade team. But... Uh... I have Demas third as well. I just, you know, if you just have one silver and even if your time, you know, she lost the the most brutal race of the decade, um, running 52-2, it just, you, you got to be around a little longer. And if, if someone else has, you know, all three medals and a time that's that's not much off either, it's it's not hard for me to put Demas there. Mm-hmm. Demas has also run, again, she's someone who retired, so we don't, Discuss her much on the show, but she, she has a 52.4. She also ran a 52.77 in 2012 and, and a 52.82. So if you're, you're looking at depth of times, uh, she's got it too. Obviously, Sid has the 52.2 and then the 52.75 that she ran in college and then a 52.85 in the Diamond League. But Demas is like, is right there, pretty, really close. So. The three medals, I think, move it, move it over the edge for me. There you I'm go. Surprised. I'm surprised. I would have thought you had Sydney one. That's weird. <sighs> no, I mean I tried, but Dilma Muhammad has just has a world record and a bunch of gold medals, so that one. Yeah, was, it's hard to skew, I guess. Easy. No, I mean you were texting me, making fun of me about what Sydney going to be, and I'm like, look, I'm gonna, I'm fair with all decade teams. My record is clear on this. I don't, I'm not persuaded by specious arguments i just follow what the numbers say and i look at the numbers and i said sydney's not she's not gonna be in the top three there's three people better yeah. but she's fourth but she's fourth i mean your fine. argument in the men's four was hey if you line them up samba would be third and if i guess if you lined up mclaughlin and, and hedgenova mclaughlin would probably win but i guess that's that's you know it's convenient uh, i don't know about that i don't know about that i don't know i don't know if that's for sure i mean a six tenths is a lot is a, is a big gap Different shoes, though. I mean, different track surfaces. <laughs> oh, so now these are relevant. Okay. I mean, the gap between Samba, the gap between Samba and whoever would be fourth would be so huge. Whereas I think this would be this would be a great race, It'd be a very close race. 
Uh, but Hedge Nova's like, right? She was around. She was on the circuit all the time, right? She was yeah, the person I who... Yeah, I think that matters. Yeah. I just didn't realize she did. why. No, I, Jason, the problem was <laughs> everybody else, were, were they were flaky. The rest of the decade was flaky in the men's foreign hurdles. A lot more solid on the women's side of things. Steeple. Yep. Man. So here's the problem with the steeple. The first half of the decade wasn't as good as the second half. Women's steeplechase took a huge leap forward. So I penalized people uh, a bit. Okay. I mean, obviously, Chip Kovic is number one because she has a world record and four of the top six times in history. That's a no-brainer. Anybody who argues otherwise is just insane. Get ready. Uh, and then I put Chamos, Milka Chamos second, even though she's the beginning of the era mm. person. Uh, she won four Diamond Leagues. Um, and then I went with, for third, I put Jep Kamoy. She she's of this era, this half the decade. Um, golden 15, silver in 16, bronze in 17. PR's two seconds better than Coburn. And she's fifteen and seven against Coburn, so it was down to those, those two. Um, so, and then obviously Ruth Bet not in there because of doping, but like Garibi in eleven and twelve won gold, nine oh five. Like she wouldn't medal now. It's just the, the event is just so different because way more people started running it. Okay, running it before. So I. Garibi and Chamos, there's no how, how is Chamos better? What what's the argument for Garibi beat her in 11 and 12. The gold medalist in 11 and 12 where Chamos was silver and bronze. Garibi has a faster PR in three diamond leagues compared to four, I guess. But they were both in the beginning oh, of the decade and Garibi's record better. Extra diamond league. Extra diamond league. <laughs> like like you can't you want to do Chip Kovic, I get that. I have Greeby actually as the one spot, and Chip Kovic is two. But I, I understand well, the Chip Kovic one. That's yeah. that's fine. We can disagree on that. There, your argument for Chamos over Greeby is insane. Look, I didn't anticipate having to argue about this. Uh, and now I'm going to go to some numbers to straighten you out here, Jason. Okay. All time, Greeby, Chamos. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Six to five is actually pretty close. Look, neither of them should be on there. I'm throwing both of them out. They're both done. Different era. Jep Koech, one. Jep Kamoy, two. Emma Coburn is three. That's your new top three. Deal with it. Okay, well, at least you corrected that. Because the, the Chambos Ogaribi was just an, a preposterous take that made no I sense. Think it might have been, I think it might have been a typo, to be honest with you. It doesn't make any sense at yeah. all. I thought I moved everybody out. I Look, it's not... If Jabet hadn't doped, she'd be up here too. But no, yeah, I'm going all. It, it, it's it's different. It's a different sport now. Uh, so it is, yeah, but those no. those matter. I mean, just because the forward pass changes or three point shot changes, like the, that's, the rest of the decade still matters, even if the game has changed. Uh, that's great. But Bob Cousy would get blocked like by Joel Embiid, and the ball would, like, lose the air. Like, That's I, fine, but it's just, it's like, to just be like, you know, hey, Bill Russell doesn't belong in the top 50 because he's not as athletic as guys now. Like, that's that's just, you gotta, you still have to go with, but hey, what they produced during their time. This isn't 100 years ago, though. This is, like, fairly recently. And I think Go- Coburn, a gold, silver, and a bronze, like... No, Co- Coburn's great, and, and Jeff yeah. Coy's great. Greeby is the only one with two golds. If you win two golds and a silver... And that no. what okay the difference between Garibi and Coburn nine oh five and nine oh two. 
Greedy's got three diamond leagues and you know two an extra gold. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see how Coburn belongs above her as much as I love Coburn and the fact that an American woman, you know, won a won three medals is is another crazy thing that we wouldn't have guessed at the beginning of the decade. Um Chipkowicz, I mean, Greeby, I'm fine either way. Put him one, two. That's good. Um, for your third spot, you know, I, Chamos, Chip, Jeff Kamoy, I, I think you said Jeff Kamoy is pretty much, it's hard to really say that Coburn belongs above Jeff Kamoy. Um, right. My three is pretty clear. It's, I mean, like, Co- I mean, this is like a, this is Amos versus Rudisha here when you're talking about Coburn having to go in Chip, against Chip Coach. Like she would have had two golds if she would have had a gold medal this year if Chip Kovic wasn't there, and Chip Kovic has what she world record by ten seconds or something. Like it's preposterous. No, it's a crazy performance. It's I mean with Chip Kovic you just have seconds, like sorry. she's she you know she's only been around for a, a small portion of it, but she's been so dominant. I I'm not against her being one, but I think her and Greeby are the clear one too. No Coburn, as I'm saying, you got to put Coburn higher. You got to put Coburn higher. In fact. Yeah. Yeah. This is right. I have it right. You're actually wrong. I just checked it. You have a three-second difference in PR that you're giving Coburn over an extra gold medal. No, I'm also giving credit to the fact— And also performed in the regular season, winning Diamond League titles, which you you have been such a fan of. I know, but again, again, she's having to deal with the greatest of all time. Garibi was not. Garibi was dealing with probably— Chip Coach has been the greatest of all time for one year. No, I mean last year is when she set the world record. I mean, that, like be, championship years, but like yeah, so it's. I mean, I mean that's great. That kept, that kept her from. I know, but that kept her from winning more races, obviously. Um, but yeah, one but one gold matter one gold medal matters a bunch, right? That's a huge huge thing. The fact that's that she my was, point she, is that Karibi has two of them, right? But they're not real. The ones that <laughs> they're Coburn absolutely real. Won. She beat Milka Chemos, who was your third spot. Dude, I made a typo. <laughs> How long are you going to kill me for that? Uh, no, if Coburn has a gold medal this year, she has two golds and a bronze, and any rational person would put her ahead of Garibi at this point. And three-second difference in PR? That's solid. <laughs> solid. It's a solid win. That's like you could celebrate. You could put your hands up. 905, 902, neither one are, you know, changing the game. Jeff Kamoy's faster, so. No, and I put, I think, I think you're right. I think Jeff Kamoy blocks Coburn. I think there's some... Some pecking order issues right there, but that's why I would go Chepkowitz, Chepkowitz, and then Coburn. I don't know why you're so anti-American. That's weird. That you that <laughs> I'm just I'm able to take off the the red, white, and blue blinders that you have on. Look, I don't think I've been uh, biased towards <laughs> Americans in this thing, but if you you're obsessed do... with American samba, that's <laughs> those are my two. No, I just—I mean the fact that's how you pronounce his first name, right? American Samba. <laughs> Close. I mean the fact you're putting Garibi ahead of Chepkovich is crazy, and just shows a like a pro Tunisian bias <laughs> that you've always harbored. Three medals matters. A, a massive world record also matters. It's, but she's like Rudisha, is what I'm saying. But no, she'd be like Rudisha if she had won four world championships. I know, but the the just like the. The bad luck that someone would have to race her during this year is what I'm talking about. No, yeah, she's been absolutely incredible for two years. Like that's there's there's no doubt. I said her and Greeby won two. I, I I'm not going to argue with it. Uh, it's fine if you want if you if you really want to 
push for Jepko, which I get it. Like, I just, it's, you know, it's a better preference. If you like nine tens, then that's that's your pick. That's cool. <laughs> Marathon time. Yep. All right. I think we might agree here. You got to go Katani one, even though Kazgai no has question. a world record by yeah. 400 minutes. Uh, Katani's got seven majors, three yep. in London, four in New York. She's at worst the second best marathoner of all time. I put Kazgai number two. She won London this year, won Chicago. It's really close. And she ran 214. So you got to give credit to her for running 214 because I still can't believe she ran 214. Then I go ahead and Kiblagat, who won in London once, Boston once, New York once, won the world championships twice. <laughs> you can take that for what it's worth. Sometimes it counts. It's a yeah. Good that's, race. I mean, it's, as, it's as relevant as like Tokyo, right? Yeah. In total, she has nine top four finishes in the decade. So that's Oof. averaging just under one top ten finish, top, four, top finish. four finish per year, according to stats from Second Spectrum and Advanced Analytics and Fangraphs. <laughs> uh, yeah, Katani's clearly won. It's re- for me. It was it was really hard with Kiplagat Koskai for the two spot, just because Kiplagat like was literally just every single year. Like yeah. almost finished on the podium, like for a decade. That's that's crazy hard to do in the marathon. It's almost impossible. Um, and cause guy, you know, just the the crazy big peak um, and and the ridiculous performance in Chicago. Um, I've got, I've gone back and forth on this a lot. I'm gonna go Kipling as my two spot. Your third spot as my second spot, and cause guy is my third spot. The the world record is is absolutely insane and it's it's so impressive. But ten straight years of not only relevance but like winning and like being uh, you know among the favorites in the marathon is basically unheard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just, I can't get that number out of my head. That's that's fair. I, I, I this is another one I'm not going to argue too heavily. I just I, I think it's insane what Edna Kiplagat's doing. We've discussed her in marath- in every marathon preview since we started the show. <laughs> this is true. That's I mean, that's, that's true. crazy to me. Also on there, Gladys Chirono, three Berlin wins. Vivian Chariot, but she already got her award. You can't win twice. This is like a high school cross country banquet. Unless you're Bolt or you know something like that. Yeah, but like this uh, is yeah. yeah. Kipla got first in New York in 2010, third in London in 2011. <laughs> second in London in 2012. Second yeah. in London in 2013. First in London in 2014. And then eleventh in twenty fifteen, uh, third and third in Tokyo in twenty sixteen, and second in Chicago in twenty sixteen. First in Boston in twenty seventeen. Fourth in New York City in twenty seventeen. Eh, she hasn't done a lot in the last couple of years, so. But she's done a lot in a couple. What do you mean? Didn't she just? She was pretty good last year, didn't she? Didn't she win something in like the last two years? Did you, I don't know. It's not on her Wikipedia if she did. did Maybe they ran out of room. Yeah. <laughs> uh. She got second in Boston this year. That's right. She did. <laughs> and she got fourth of the world championships. Yeah, she in 2017, uh, silver uh, in the in Tw- worlds. 2018, she got fourth in Berlin and eighth in Boston. But yeah, she's runner-up this year in Boston. And then, yeah, 2017 was nuts. Yeah, um, three, three top fours in 2017. Yeah, she's like a more consistent but less top-heavy 
performance-wise version of Katani. I, that's how I see it, right? She's just she's been around longer and finishes in the top four more, but doesn't have those as many spikes as Katani. Yeah, she was Emmanuel Mutai, but she lasted even longer than Emmanuel Mutai. Yeah, unless she won more than him, too. Uh, we got a couple tweets here I wanted to read. Yeah. Uh, Noah writes in, feels like Managoy got a bit of the short end of the stick in the 1500, hurt for 16 and much of 19, but in 15 and 17 went silver to Kiprop, gold, uh, and in 18, he won the two championship races, African Games, Commonwealth against Chariot, 329 PB, lots of Diamond League wins. Hmm. What do you think of that? I mean, that's fair. That, that men's 15 is a mess. Um, and, I mean, it's a bummer he was hurt because, yeah, he probably would have done something in 2016 and in 2019. Like, that. That you're right. It probably, But you can't really do the what-if game too much because it's so hard to know, especially in an event like the 15. But well, about Kiprop screwed all this up, really. He did. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to – I mean, I had Manigoy in, in my top five. Um, you could make the argument for him in top three. I, I, it's just – it's tough. So I mean, if you give him, if you say seven, you know, fifteen, he gets the gold too. Then he's got two golds, which would put him ahead of. I mean, has fifteen been re- the Asbel Kiprop one hasn't been reallocated, right? Nah, so, I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because then if you're going to bump up, right, then you're going to also bump up Centro's 2013 silver. So then to he a has gold. two golds and a silver because he'll also get bumped up in 2011 to the silver. Yes. Yeah. So that's where it gets tough. So I that and I had central. I think I ended up putting central one after some weird math. Um, but yeah, if you want to take him out, then you could you could give me at that point. I could go central one, Managoy two. I'd feel okay with that if you're I mean, not I'm, locating Kiprop's medals. I mean, I just, I can't put him ahead of Chariot. I know he's beaten him a couple times, but I I can't put him in front of Chariot. I, I could see maybe a third in front of McLuffy, maybe. Mm. Although I had I had McLuffy over. Centro, just because I wasn't reallocating. Um, I wasn't. Yeah, I was just Centro was around. <laughs> like yeah. McLeafy was just appearing and winning medals, which is awesome. But yeah, yeah. No, I I get that pick. That's not like a Garibi type pick. That's acceptable. <laughs> so. We got another one here. Who else wrote in? Uh, Ray wants to know who the All Decade Emailer Voicemailer team. Oh man, top seven, but only five scores. <laughs> It's a good, it's a very good question. I mean, Chief's got to be on there. I mean, yeah, Chief, just, you want to talk about someone who showed up. I mean, man. Of course, you know, we can't forget about Captain Crunch Robbie's uh, showing up in the beginning of the decade. We, we and then the late. end, and then the and the random end of the decade. That's true. Uh, he appeared like a McCloofy out of nowhere. You got to put Julian on there for the voicemails, I think. He's way up you there. Gotta, Brian, the emailer formerly from Raleigh. Yeah, I mean, be another there. just... Got he's Edna, he's Edna Kipple got, yeah. Do you put? Do you put Scooter on there? I mean the songs. Yeah, the songs alone absolutely put him on there. The, the Diamond League song. A Ron with the with the with the emails too. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, it's, it's this is does, this does is, Ray, I'm forgetting. Does Ray get a spot? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Ray's, big Ray's really strong. <laughs> and and definitely won. my Twitter tops for sure. I was looking through the awards because I filled in my awards for this year for oh, wow. next. I need to do that. Next week's show. We have a little time. We're not going to record till I think like the 30th, right? Yeah. And one of them was like there's email of the year and emailer of the year and voicemail and voicemail. Ugh. 
and I was looking was through the hard. the archives of it. So it was interesting. So that might that might give you a better. Do you want to announce the whole team next next week? You can do that. Oh man, I, I, I'm not going to promise it. I, as as I'll go through it, I'll try to uh, see if I can do that. But I'm not, not narrow it down. Be pretty tough. Be pretty tough. Uh, Julian responded to that tweet and said, "I've never played this game for any trophies. So it's good to know he's around." <laughs> He's just, you know, he just shows up, man, and just kicks ass. That's, that's all he does. I mean, there's also just, like, the random, you know, people out of nowhere that would write us, like, crazy interesting stuff, too. Oh, yeah. That, there's so many maybe, just, like, one-off crazy performances where you're like, oh, yeah, holy crap, he did win in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Abdurham Samba of the email inbox. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Scooter wants to know, speaking of Scooter, how was Edward Alonso left off the 200 all-decade team? He ran all of them. It's, I mean, it's true. He he competed every single week. Um, he he won, a, I think it was like three or four Diamond League titles. Wait, what? Edward Alonso. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did when I looked oh. this up. He, he won like way more than you would have thought. Really? Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find it again. Let me go to my friend Wikipedia. He won 2014, 2015, 2016. Oh my Three P. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's Oh wow. Can't can't undersell it, man. He's See that he got that silver in 09 just outside the decade. The Pan American bronze in 2015 was good, but I think we all remember that. Uh, oh, man. And his PR was in in twenty in two thousand nine as well. So yeah, nineteen eight. You know what? He'll be in the next decade. He's not going anywhere else. Oh yeah, he'll be around. <laughs> also, wanted to mention, you met a listener a couple weeks ago. Jake came yes. to came to your place of work and chatted with you. He's he's doing this thing called uh, Endeavor Run. And there's a summer running retreat at the U of O that people can sign up for, right? Yeah, the, yeah this looks really cool, actually. I'm sorry. I'm pulling up the website right now because, um, yeah, he talked about it a little bit. So, like, he's he's in the running the running world, summer running retreat and workshop in July, mm-hmm. all-inclusive housing, meals, running, all that fun stuff. So, seems pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so it's July, so July 16th to 20th. So, he's a listener to the show. So, the website's Endeavor run but there's only one r there yeah so endeavor like, and un yeah or endevo run mm, i like the endevo run that's good but you go there dot com always dot com <laughs> and it's got the whole like what you do the whole like schedule and you run and there's coaches and professional athletes and stuff i told him to try to get you out there for it yes he did uh he he, he um messaged me about that too where saying he the you told him that uh should get me out there to try to break 70 in the 400 i believe yeah i said i said fix jason's body <laughs> in the first few days and then have him break 70 and 400 and then i mean people really believe in the the power of this thing right because if they can get you to that level that's true uh you can make it happen, but yeah, a lot of a lot of big names here are going to be at this thing. So, if you're interested, it's July 16th to 20th. So it's after after trials. So you might just you might just stick around in Eugene, Jason. You might just go for trials and then and then stay there. Just two weeks of in, in Oregon, 
I mean, not bad, right? You no. don't have allergies. Especially in, in, well, I do have allergies, but in, in July, you know, no, in, you when just Vegas is 115 <laughs> degrees, it's, it sounds pretty nice. I mean, my parents would uh, love for you to stay there because my mom is a big fan of the advice you gave her about uh, back surgery. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. No, and, you're, you're, and just your in general. Great. Um, yeah. So there it is. There's the retreat. Uh, oh, and also, oh, I guess it culminates. I'm learning more about this now. I thought it was just the retreat. But then it culminates with a, a race, right? And the race is in Las Vegas. So there you go. So it's, just, it's supposed to get you started on your way for, for to training. And it's the uh, Las Vegas rock and roll. So this, would be, this is perfect for you, Jason. It's got everything. You don't need to travel to the last part. Right. Yeah. You sign autographs. You do everything. So in DevoRun.com. Go check it out. Uh, you can't do the double R. It's tough. Yeah, to it just confuses everybody no matter what you do. So yeah, follow us, fails, Google it. You'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks to thanks to Jake uh, for reaching out. It seems like a, a cool thing. Yeah. I know there's a lot of like those in like basketball and baseball. Don't they have like those fantasy camps almost? Where you yeah. Go and yeah. It's kind of what, what, what it reminded me of. Like you get to you get to live the life for a week. Right. Yeah. No, it seems. Yeah, really. I mean, if I was especially if I was like my body was still working and you know i was, I was still trying to, to put up times like if you, if this was you right after the or right before the three pr you know month that you had i mean this would have been perfect i mean this will be me in in 10 years when like i don't need to worry about like watching my kid like my kids will not want to hang out with me anymore right and i'll be like hey i'm gonna resuscitate my running career i like it i i haven't been outside <laughs> in nine months <laughs> Uh, also, we got a donation on PayPal already from somebody who wants to get you some shoes. Oh, wow. So that's pretty exciting, right? That's, I mean, that's very, very generous. I appreciate whoever did that. <laughs> we're raising, we're raising money for Jason's shoes at this point. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, I believe it was Steven. Steven, yeah. $25.14. Right? I like the, f- how cool I, is I'm that? I'm curious about the significance of that amount. Um... I'm not sure, but might have been what was in the in the account at the time. And I, whatever it is, if it's a dollar, it's more than generous. So this is this is extremely generous. Um, Chief, you got the account now. There's no excuses. You said you had a crisp <laughs> twenty. He's actually mailing it to PayPal headquarters. He put a twenty dollar bill yes. in an envelope. And that's how you do it, right? It. Yeah. All right, that's it. Houseoverrun at gmail.com. Send in your picks for awards so athlete of the year race of the year not race of the year suspension of the year choke of the year we got it all false start of the year even even the 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 listener wants email um voicemail all that stuff too like if you have one that you remember or if you were the one who wrote it and you're like hey don't forget about how awesome this one was just resend it or make up a fake category yeah and then nominate nominate some stuff always good um i had fun filling mine out i think i'm done or almost done with it but it it took me a while because you realize how many things happen throughout the running world in the course of a year and it's it's quite a bit it's quite a bit and we've added yeah new categories like every year so it's 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 ridiculous list at this point yeah all right so we'll be back at the end of the year to wrap that up uh safe travels to everybody out there if you're flying or driving and good luck trying to get in those winter 
miles as well. That was the all-decade women's show. We're going to have to wait another 10 years for us to do it again. Yep. When Jason will still have Garibi completely overranked. He's, Until next time. He deserves it, Kevin. You're crazy. All right, Jess Gennis, happy Christmas, uh, happy holidays, you know, all that fun stuff.